0: Hi, Teacher Mama, welcome to episode 112. Uh, Today, we're talking about how to prepare our homes for back to school. This is an episode that we recorded a year ago for back to school season and has been a popular episode. And I've really been enjoying this series because not only is it helpful, I know for a lot of you last year, but I think it'll be so helpful this year in rethinking the new year. Every year is so different and so going through these things again at the beginning of the school year or before the school year even starts can just really set us up for success and I have been really benefiting myself from re-listening to these episodes and um, because I don't this year and I think some of you can relate to this but I don't know this year particularly I'm not ready for back to school most years i am and i get excited about the back to school stuff like i just i'm one of those people that get so excited about back to school and this year i'm really not i think because we had a really long winter it was a really 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 long winter with like no spring and it went straight to summer and i just i want summer to last longer so i'm just not ready for back to school but this is really helping me think through those things that i really do need to think about because school is just around the corner and I want to be prepared. I know how important it is to be prepared, and one of the ways to be prepared is getting the home ready for back to school. It's one of those things that just gives me so much peace. It makes me feel so calm, and I know that I can focus better when there's a rhyme and a reason to the flow of everything in the house, and when the house is organized, that means that it's clean when I leave for the day, and um Obviously, then when I get home, right? And when the house is prepped for backpacks and papers and homework and all those things related to our school day, like all of those extra influx of things that's going to be happening, um, you know, sports gear, whatever it might be, when we have a plan for all of that, it can just make our days flow so much better because we know where all of our things belong. Our kids know where everything belongs and we have a plan. keeping our homes the way that we want them to be and this is definitely something that I need to work on extra hard this year I've let some things slide over the summer because again we were just living up summer and that's okay but now school is going to be starting soon so there are some things that we need to think about plan for and implement so this episode has been helpful for me going through my own back-to-school checklist, and I I just know, I know that this is gonna be helpful for you, so let's dive in.
1: Hey, Teacher Mama, welcome to the Teacher Mama's Podcast. Do you want to feel rested and have more focus in the classroom and at home? Do you find yourself up late at night searching for motivational quotes, ways to keep students' attention, or creative ways to relieve stress? Do you wake up with big ambitious goals only to feel exhausted and inefficient when behaviors continue to show up in the classroom and you find yourself taking work home again? Hey, I'm Ashley. And I'm Roberta. We too felt exhausted and wished for less behaviors and more time
0: to do the things we love outside of school. We wanted to live more energetic and balanced lives and keep work at work. but. We kept telling ourselves we didn't have enough time or energy.
1: Until we found some time and stress management strategies that worked for each of us. In this podcast, you're going to find health, routines, and mindset tips so that you will feel energetic and not exhausted. So go grab your favorite drink and a notebook and your favorite pen because we're about to dive
0: in. Teacher Mama, do you want to come hang out with a group of like-minded teacher mamas just like you? We have a free time and stress management tips for teacher mamas Facebook group. It's a long wordful, but the group basically will be a fantastic place to communicate with Ashley and I and with other like-minded teacher mamas. I'm excited to see how the group continues to grow and the relationships that we build within this group. And we hope to make life just so much easier and not just teaching, but momming and wifing and being a friend, all of that, just make it easier so that it can be fun again. And we can't wait to share this group with you. It's brand new. It's completely free. You can join at bit.ly forward slash time and stress management. You can also search on Facebook uh, for time and stress management for teachers. And the group should show up. You'll see our lovely faces and click join. So you can also become an insider and get weekly emails from us. So in that weekly email you'll get the episodes that we have for the week, you know, that way you never miss an episode. You can click right there and it'll take you to whatever your preferred platform is. You can go to Spotify or Apple with that link and listen to our our latest episode. But that's also the place where you have an opportunity to message us back. That's where we would love to hear from you about what you're loving from the show, what you'd love to hear more about, all those juicy things. To get that newsletter, you can sign up in the show notes below in whatever platform you're looking at, or you can go to subscribepageio forward slash the teacher newsletter. Let's get on with the show. Let's talk about how to get our houses ready. Um, some things that I think we can talk through quickly here at the beginning is, is some things like where will certain things go? And it might be the same as in years past, but re-talking about where all of these things will go and physically moving them there if they got you know moved over the summer or something. Um, going to be a really helpful way to prep the house so the first thing is backpacks you know where are the backpacks going to go when they come uh, home where are they going to go you know is it going to be different are they going to bring their backpacks to the table right away to do homework and then put their backpack by the door or something before they go to bed so it's ready in the morning you know however that looks for you and i know it's going to look for different for everyone but For us, we have a basket next to the door, the front door, and that's where her backpack goes. So that's where I go to check it to see if there's homework. And if there's homework, I take it out and manage that because she's still really little. But um, for us, backpacks go by the door. Where where do backpacks go in your house, Ashley?
1: Um, So we got a new kitchen last year with a nice new entryway before entry was so crowded and we Mm -hmm. wouldn't have been able to even fit backpacks in there (laughs) so they just go in the entryway on my husband made some benches so they just that's where they go and that's where they grab them from in the morning the
0: other thing is lunch boxes if
1: um, you'll be using lunch boxes
0: and just figuring out a spot for those and kind of like a procedure so for us we have a spot on the counter next to the sink and we're working on (laughs) She's not the greatest yet, uh, but we're working on making sure she actually empties it and anything that needs to go in the dishwasher. Mm-hmm. She does that right away herself, That that's her job, not our job. So we're still working on that part of it, but the lunchbox goes next to the sink. So we know where it is. It doesn't get lost. It's not hiding in a backpack or something. Another big thing is visual reminders and schedules. They're If you have them, if you, um, where are they going to, well, make sure they're ready, make sure they're ready and make sure they're ready to post. You may not want to post them until closer to school starting. Maybe you want to post them weeks ahead of time. You know, that's your discretion, but know where they're going to go and make sure they don't just appear without a conversation with your family. They appear with some conversations um, and practice. Mm-hmm. For us, um, we use PowerPoints, so we have a computer set up and we'll practice going through that schedule. But we do have chore charts on our refrigerator that we've had all summer, but they've had extra chores over the summer because they've had more time. So that might, their, their responsibilities might change a little bit. We haven't decided yet. So if they do, we'll have to have conversations surrounding that.
1: Yeah. And just like your chore charts might change your Morning and nighttime chart might change as well. We had a freebie for a while for just like a blanket uh, uh, summer routine chart. Um, But now you're gonna probably have to add more to it because there's a lot more stuff to get done before and after school. So where are your routine charts gonna go? Uh, They need to be hung up somewhere where your kids can see them. So at eye level for them, and somewhere they're going to be very often ours is hanging on the outside of the bathroom door since that's where a lot of the routine takes place Mm -hmm. um and then you know if you took our this repels burnout course for the teacher um we also go through how to make your own routine chart we give you the tools you need for that and um the pages for that so you can even hang up that routine chart for yourself if you want to. I know a lot of people, um, well, at least I do, I keep mine in my phone in the notes section with like the little checkbox when school starts. Right now it's in my head because it's a lot less to do, um, but it'll get a little bit more intense when school starts. So I might go back to that notes section on my phone again.
0: The other thing to think through, and I know this might sound a little um, soon to think about, but thinking about coats, shoes, hats and gloves. And I know you probably already have a spot for all of these things, or you will have a spot once you take them out of storage. But I've found that it's really helpful to think of a special spot that kids can quickly grab something instead of searching through the bins or baskets or wherever you keep your like bulk hats and gloves. So for example, in my house, each kid has a little basket and it's small enough that it only fits one pair of gloves and one hat so that all they have to do is take their bin out, grab it and go instead of searching for gloves and searching for gloves that match and all of that um, craziness. So that's just one tiny little thing, but it's helped mm-hmm. our mornings go a lot
1: smoother. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought when you had that in the notes, I kind of shuddered a little bit. I was like, Ooh, I don't, I I'm know. not ready for it. <laughs> And I'm not
0: saying get it ready now but think it through. Yeah.
1: Think yeah. it through. Colton's been asking for snow and I'm like, are you my child? Like <laughs> you were born from somebody else, I'm pretty sure. Oh, funny.
0: Yeah, we're we're ready for my kids are ready for snow because their um auntie just left for for her PhD and will not be back until Christmas. So they're like, when's Christmas? When is it going to snow? <laughs> So we're having all those conversations because they want to see their auntie. All right, the, this is a big one um, and, and it's picking out clothes for either the entire week or for the next day. I've done both. Um, personally, I for myself, I pick out for the entire week. I pick out my clothes on Sundays and then I made something that's just got seven little hooks and I put my clothes on the hooks on Sunday and they're ready to go. And that helps with decision fatigue, especially when I was teaching. I felt like I just, that was one less thing to think about. And it it, it might sound silly, but it kind of stressed me out in the morning trying to figure out what to wear um, to work. And so doing that on Sunday nights really helped me move my morning routine along and not have so much like well really decision fatigue so I do it weekly Um, some people use those cloth hanging bins that hang from like um, the closet rail and it's got like the five to seven spots people normally use them for like sweaters or shoes or something but it could be used for picking out clothes for the week and having Monday through Sunday or something Monday through Friday at least uh, some people use those five to seven drawer organizers, like those ones on wheels, and they'll put like um, paper on the drawer that says a lot of, a lot of people use really cute things and make it look super cute saying like Monday through Friday and stuff. For my kids, I've noticed we just do one day at a time because if we do more than that, she changes her mind a ton.
1: <laughs> like mm-hmm.
0: Each night she changes her mind anyway, so we just do the night before Um, so where would it go if it's the night before, is it going on, you know, the edge of the bed, like on a little, she has a pedestal thing of part of her bed. Um, would it go on a hook in your bed in the bedroom? Would it go in the bathroom for the next morning? My kids love to just wear their clothes for the next day, um, that night, which works right now, but in the future it might not work. So just thinking through where
1: could those clothes go.
0: And I know your kids, um, Kind of do the same thing, right, Ashley?
1: Yeah, we we pick him out the night before. And my little guy needs a little extra help because he gets like squirrel brain. And we'll sit there and try and pick out clothes for like 20 minutes if we let him. Um, He is super distracted. (laughs) So it's just easier to go in the room and help him pick something out. Uh, And then we put it on a stool by the door and my daughter wears hers to bed my little guy cannot yet he is five and he is still in pull-ups he still wets at night like hardcore i swear to god he leaves all his pee for the middle of the night so you guys (laughs) if you have a kid like this or had a kid like this and you figured out how to like, work through this problem so that we can get him out of the pull ups. Please send me a DM. I need help with this. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, it's like, it's so bad that he will wet through his pull ups sometimes, and the bed is just soaked. I'm like, how does one little boy have this much pee? So, <laughs> <laughs> wearing his clothes to bed would is not a good thing. <laughs> right, right. So, that's all of these different things that we can think about it. Like,
0: where will things go? Now, now the next way to really make sure our houses are prepped is thinking through cleaning. So maybe during the school year, we need to think through what day or days will laundry happen and who is going to be responsible for doing that laundry. Coming up with a time and not just in your head, but making it Um, you know, probably writing it down. Like maybe it goes on the calendar. Maybe um, there's a schedule somewhere that says on this day, we do laundry on this day. We do this chore, whatever. And then having a conversation with the whole family. So everyone's on the same page. Let's see. Then when will chores happen? Like for us, a lot of times, Chores would just kind of happen whenever they wanted to over the summer. It's like, these are the things you need to get done as long as they're done before bed, whatever. But with school, there might need to be a little bit more structure in getting those things done. Mm -hmm. And maybe more things need to happen on the weekend versus during the week. There's just, there's things to think about. There's things to talk about and figure out is to think, you know, is it possible to hire more help? For cleaning, especially during the busy school months. And I know Ashley, you have some stuff that you can talk about with that.
1: Oh, you guys, I am so excited. If you did not listen to our episode with Alexa, uh, Alexis, sorry. Um, oh, I don't remember what episode number that was, but we'll link it in the show notes. And she and I've heard it before, you know, sometimes it takes hearing things like, you know, seven, eight, nine, 10, for you to finally like break down and do it. Well, my husband just started his own handyman service this year. So he has been gone a lot and it's just been me at home with the kids. Um, we're, you know, we're working on our businesses, Roberta and I. And mm-hmm. so like the house was getting kind of out of control and <laughs> I was like, this this needs to stop. When school starts, I'm going to be a flustered mess as the house is just ridiculous all the time. Like, there's certain things I can let go, and uh, I don't need the whole house 100% together all the time. But I, and this was my husband's idea because he's been listening to a lot of personal development too. And this is what the guy told him <laughs> he said, anything that you can write a check for, write a check for. So, we got a cleaning lady and she's only been here once, but it's seriously the best thing that we've done in a long time. And it's not like you have to spend hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of dollars on a cleaning lady. You can find people who are maybe like in the beginning stages, or if you're in the country like us, everybody's pretty reasonable. Um, but it, Like she came for six hours, I think, and she got more done in my house than I got done all summer, I think. So just, and she's going to come twice a month and basically we're, we're going to have her do laundry, um, any like sweeping, mopping that needs to get done the bathroom, um, stuff that I just know is going to be this huge weight off of my shoulders. If I have her do it instead of have me do it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I 100%, uh, like, if you, if this is you guys, if your husband is, you know, gone a lot, and you, you need help, there's no shame in getting help. And I know, like, we used to kind of depend on our parents, well, they haven't been up here as much helping. And I'm not like saying, Oh, my gosh, they're not up here helping, like, they're busy. So yeah. Um, but I mean, if that was you and maybe they got busy too, and you don't have that help anymore, it is okay to hire somebody for help. And like the one thing that was kind of holding me back is I'm kind of a people pleaser and I didn't want someone to come over. And if I didn't like them, I didn't want to tell them no and like turn them away, but I push myself through the process. I um, didn't did end up saying no to one of them. She was very sweet about it. Um, I just told her I was like, I'm sorry, you're out of my budget range right now. You sound amazing. uh, But (laughs) this is, you know, this is just where we're at. And she was totally sweet about it. Totally understood. It was totally fine. So if that's what's holding you guys back, just push through it, overcome it it's going to be amazing. I, like I said, one day has already been like the highlight of my life. And, Mm -hmm. um, if you're wondering how do you find people? We just went on like community Facebook pages and, uh, looked for, there's so many people asking for cleaning ladies right now. So then what do you do? You go on the comments and you look at, okay, how many people are recommending this person? Uh, Maybe there's a lady who doesn't actually have a business yet, but is like trying to get started. That would be uh, really great because you could probably get her super cheap. <laughs> you mm-hmm. know, I'm not saying like rip somebody off or whatever, but like, you know, um, whatever's within your budget, you can definitely find. And even if it's just a couple hours here and there, it's going to be so helpful for you. So.
0: Absolutely. So that episode with Alexis Greco was episode 41. So exactly 10 episodes ago. Nice. Let's see. Um, and then just thinking through, are there any other systems that you want to be putting in place before school starts? Um, Ashley, I know you have one system that you're thinking of putting in place.
1: Yeah. Chore charts. <laughs> I think we talked yeah. about it a couple weeks ago. Yeah. It hasn't happened yet, but it is going to happen before school. <laughs> So will the chore charts go
0: on the bathroom door with the routine stuff? Or are you thinking those would go somewhere else?
1: Um, I'm not sure. That might be too much for them to look at in one place. So I haven't really decided yet. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Maybe on their bedroom door. Yeah, that could work really well. Mm -hmm. That's good. Keep us updated. Yeah, I will some other things that you want to look at before school starts back up. If you're again, already in school, I'm sorry, you can still do this stuff. Just, it'll take longer to schedule it in. Um, I love to get all the rooms of my house organized and cleaned. And this is where the cleaning lady came in. Like I cleaned with her that day she was here. She was like my little motivation. Uh, I was like, Oh, someone's cleaning my house. That means I have to clean too. So I went and did like all the other stuff that she didn't have time for. It's still not hundred percent done, but it, it is way better than it was. So I like to go through any like junk drawers, uh, kitchen drawers and cabinets and stuff that maybe need to be gone through and cleaned out, uh, any closets. So your closet, um, your kids' closets, your dressers, your kids' dressers. Uh, this is, you know, a, uh, you know, with people buying our kids clothes all the time. We have so many freaking clothes. Um, so sometimes the too small stuff gets shoved in there and we need to take that out and throw it into the donation pile. Um, I, Roberta, why don't you tell them? I like, she told me what they do with their clothes.
0: Yeah. (laughs) So I have my kids. We, we always schedule it for like a day when all of the laundry's been done. And I have them bring me all of their clothes, so one kit at a time, and um, probably one kit a day because it would be way too much to do both in one day. But I have them bring every single item of clothing and drop it on um, my bed, and I organize it and look through um, to make sure there isn't anything that's, like, way too small, like, you know, if my toddler, for example, is starting to be in 4T, so if there's 2T stuff, I'm definitely taking that out, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: but then there are things that um, I'm not sure if they fit, so then that goes in a pile, and my kids then do, like, a fashion show, you know, make it fun, and they do a fashion show to try on their clothes and see how does it feel, does it fit, does it not fit, and then anything that doesn't fit goes in a Um, donation pile, the things that do fit, I organize and then completely reorganize their closets and dressers so that it's all organized and ready for the beginning of school.
1: I love that. We might have to do that.
0: (laughs) I'll be honest. I do it probably twice a year because clothing is one of those. I just hate clutter. And we have the same thing. We get too many clothes from too many sources. And it just drives me nuts. So I also go through it right before um, or right after Christmas, because that's when a lot of influx of clothing comes. So I'll look through it then too.
1: Yeah. You know, another good thing to go through is toys. If you haven't done that this summer, Mm -hmm. what can you get rid of? What have your kids not been playing with? Because if they didn't play with it this summer, they're probably not going to play with it over the school year. Well, Mm. I guess I shouldn't say that maybe during the winter months when things are, you know, super boring, if you live in a winter state, (laughs) they might. Um, But a good thing to do for clothes and for toys is just have like a place that you put all this too small stuff, all your toys that you're going to get rid of, have like one designated area. Ours is, um, it starts in the kid's bedroom because I just throw stuff in that pile Um, yeah, my little guy stuff goes to Roberta because (laughs) he's also a little guy. So she gets all of his clothes and then, um, uh, my little girl's just goes in the donation pile. So, and then same with toys and stuff too, but then that all eventually gets moved to the basement. And then once it's a big enough pile, we bring it to the thrift store. So, Mm -hmm. and that's, you know, I would suggest even maybe scheduling a day before school starts back up so that it makes you go through all this stuff and you get it out of your house. It's so nice not to think about it anymore. Yeah, one strategy I've done with toys that I think worked really well and will continue is I went through their toy
0: room when they were not around and put a whole bunch of stuff in boxes. But then I put those boxes downstairs for a couple months. And if they didn't ask about anything, then I felt fine getting rid of it. If they did ask where something was, then I'd go get it and bring it up, but um, honestly, they didn't ask for
1: anything. So or you have um, like turd children like mine who go down in the basement when they're not supposed to, and they go find your donation pile and start well, bringing it all back. Oops! No, mine was in a locked
0: room. Mine was in a locked room, so that couldn't happen. <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh, yeah, yeah, they started it
1: bringing it back up, and I'm like, "Where are you getting this stuff from?" Yeah. Oh my gosh. Mom, we found a bunch of toys in the basement. Oh, treasure hunt. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So I think probably the last thing that we want to talk about is how about the outside of your house? What needs to get put away there? Um, you know, it's still kind of in Minnesota, we're still in summer, so we don't like transition right into fall, thank God. Um, but maybe, you know, you're not going to be using that pool that you've had out all summer. Maybe, you know, you're not going to use that anymore. So it's time to put that away. Maybe you need to clean out your garage or if you have a pole barn or whatever, clean and organize our outside of our house right now with my husband's handyman, uh, job. We look like a bunch of hillbillies. I don't know that that's going to get organized anytime soon but I would um, say
0: after being there I, I disagree I don't think
1: it does look that bad <laughs> I just kind of put my blinders on when I walk outside. yeah I look I mean, at all my pretty flowers and I, right. I go to the places that I that's know right. are okay to look at <laughs> Oh, God. Um, maybe you're taking care of a garden, so you need to figure out, like, I know I need to do this. Okay, all of my stuff is going to come up pretty much right when school starts. How am I going to schedule all that in, all the freezing, all the, um, pureeing and all that fun stuff, right? So yeah. when are you going to schedule that in? I don't know, can you think of any other outside stuff?
0: Um, I can't, nothing that we do, like, specifically before school. Mm-hmm. That I can think of. A lot of it, of it is probably you know, like before a right fall. before winter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And a lot of it I don't want to do right now because right. I still want to enjoy <laughs> exactly. the stuff. So I think that that could be a different different day. Yeah. So one yeah. thing I was thinking about as a modification, you know, we're talking about our experiences with our littles, but. Uh, you know, your older kids can really be involved with these conversations, um, Mm -hmm. quite a bit more than I think our littles can be, and can be involved quite a bit in helping you get the house ready in a (laughs) nice way. Like I could ask my kids to help me clean up and yeah, they will, but is it going (laughs) to be cleaned up the way I want it to be? (laughs) That's a whole nother, you know, question, but, um, older kids, they can probably go through their clothes by themselves. They probably don't need your help to do that. And so that would be, um, you know, something I can look forward to as my kids grow older and do that themselves. Um, and I'm sure there's other things we talked about where maybe, you know, you can delegate that to your
1: older children. Mm -hmm. Yes, absolutely. Well, thank you so much, uh, for listening to our third episode in the series and have a great week.